Hey, all right. Welcome back, everyone, to the ESOTR micro blog, part of the Elder Scrolls Off the Record, available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and, of course, QuestGamingNetwork.com. We are the number one Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls online podcast on the internet. Uh, so, <laughs> got a couple of uh, got a couple of updates here. Um, number one. Uh, wow, uh, big, lots of great info coming out from uh, QuakeCon 2018. Um, but we'll get into that in just a, in just a few minutes. Um, Classic was supposed to record this Friday, August 17th. Um, I, we couldn't do it. We've got to reschedule it. Uh, so it'll be this Friday uh, coming up. Unfortunately, I, I've been sick. You, you might be able to hear it in my voice a little bit. I'm finally getting over it. <laughs> So, um, here we are doing, uh, neither classic or, or Elder Scrolls off the record. I'm doing a, uh, a micro blog and it's, uh, the first time I'm actually doing a, um, a micro blog live, uh, in front of the, uh, the Twitch chat. So, uh, hello Twitch chat. How you doing? It's good. Uh, good seeing you. We've got a lot of great stuff to cover today. All right. Such as. I'm going to be updating you on update 19 as well as some PVP changes uh, that are coming to ESO along with it that were announced on Elder Scrolls Online's website. Uh, I believe it was the 8th of, um, of this month. Also, uh, Wolf Hunter and update 19 information for Elder Scrolls Online was released during QuakeCon earlier this weekend and um it's some good info there i'm very excited about some of this stuff and uh my initial reaction on gameplay from elder scrolls blades so a video was done by gamespot who uh released this uh this video on on youtube um i've checked it out about three or four times at this point and uh i'm very excited about this uh this mobile game it's uh if if um bethesda was going to do a mobile elder scrolls game um, again, <laughs> I think, uh, I think this is a great time in technology for it to happen. And I think what we're getting is, is going to be, uh, it's very exciting. And I think it's going to be a very good iteration in Elder Scrolls. So we're going to get into that. I'm also going to show, uh, part of that video too, um, on the, uh, the Twitch stream here as well. So, uh, for those of you who are, uh, tuning in by podcast only, if you go to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash quest gaming network. Uh, the, this video will be up um, on on Twitch. Just click on our videos tab, and uh, toward the uh, toward the end of the video, you'll you'll start to see me um, showing the uh, the GameSpot uh, trailer as uh, or, or video, I should say. Uh, good to have good to have so many people coming into the chat room here at uh, at a crisp three o'clock in the morning here on a, on a Saturday Sunday uh, Saturday Saturday night Sunday morning. All right, let's let's begin. We've got our Elder Scrolls music playing. I'm hyped. You're hyped. Let's do this. Okay, so an ESO free play event is going on right now, right now, on all platforms. That's PC, Mac, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, which does include all content from base game and the Morrowind chapter as well. This will even uh, this event rather will end Wednesday. August 15th at 10 a.m. Eastern. So we still have a couple of days left as of the uh, the recording here. 
Um, additionally, select Crown Packs, Somerset, and its Collector's Edition versions, the Elder Scrolls Online Collection, and the Standard Edition of Elder Scrolls Online are all on sale on all platforms until tomorrow, Monday, August 13th. So, uh, if I'm getting you in time and you're interested in maybe some crown packs or uh, some, some version of Elder Scrolls Online that maybe you do not have, now's the time. It's on sale. The standard uh, edition for Elder Scrolls Online will continue to be on sale until Monday, August 20th. So if you don't even have Elder Scrolls Online, uh, now's the time to, uh, to, to get it. It's on sale, and that sale will continue uh, for, for another full week. And lastly, in some of our quick news items, uh, ESO was giving away a Flame Atronach Wolf Pet and five Ouroboros Crown Crates on their Twitch channel if you're watching their keynote address at QuakeCon 2018. Now, if your Twitch account is linked and you saw that keynote, you're gonna get those rewards, which includes the Flame Atronach Wolf Pet and five Ouroboros Crown Crates delivered to you on Friday August 17th, so at the end of this week. Now, if you're a console player, however, and you were playing during the uh, hours after the keynote speech between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern, and you're logged in and you killed an enemy, you've uh, been given the Flame Atronach Wolf Pet and five Ouroboros Crown Crates, and those will be delivered to you on Tuesday, August 28th. So if you um, if you participated in their um, their their keynote uh, QuakeCon 2018 keynote giveaway, you'll be getting those uh, those those free digital items. All right, hold on one second here. I got to take a little drink of my water here because <laughs> clearly <clears throat> um, my voice is still not up to podcasting standards. <laughs> but uh, we will we will trudge on. And trudge on we must. Uh, QuakeCon 2018 ESO report. So, so this um, we're going to start with the update 19 uh, PVP info that was released this Wednesday, August 8th. I'm kind of wrapping it into the whole you know QuakeCon thing um, because it was released so uh, quickly, uh, or, or um, you know, uh, in close proximity, I should say, to QuakeCon. Uh, the other thing, too, is that um, the last episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, which we recorded at uh, Q QGNCon, uh, we did go into some of this stuff, and um, there was a couple of question marks on some of this uh, info. So it's good to have the update, and I want to update you guys on this. Uh, first thing that we talked about on episode 212 was the new battleground Asterius Outpost. Now, that's the new battleground that's um this is a, a new battleground that's meant to push it's it's meant to push the player into developing an understanding of the environment uh they're fighting in more so than the previous battleground maps. Now, the hope here is that by introducing this uh semi-symmetrical map which we spoke about um last episode uh, the player is going to be uh, forced to, quote, find different pathways between the map's hotspots, end quote, and thus create the feel of varying gameplay no matter which location your team spawns from. So so the, the whole idea around this Asterius Outpost uh, is, is to create uh, kind of like, um, 
kind of like a, a, a finding experience where um, the, envi the, the environment's going to be static, but, but you're, you're going to be spawning in different locations on that map. And the map is, is different from, from different angles of it. So it's going to create, you know, a, a different sort of experience than, than, than previous maps have been released for Battlegrounds. So they're trying to mix it up a little bit, which I'm sure um, PvP players and, and those who really play a lot of Battlegrounds uh, will likely appreciate. All right, this next thing we're going to get into in a second is uh, a, an update on what we're talking about with uh, Recall Stones. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, last episode, we were talking about uh, what these Recall Stones might be. And um, the idea floated that it's probably some sort of stone that's going to bring you to uh, the nearest keep that your faction controls. And and that's basically uh, what what we've got here. Uh, that was pretty much the uh, a correct guess. Uh, so what we're going to do is, uh, I'm going to give you this quote here that comes from ElderScrollsOnline.com. Quote, You are able to use the keep recall stones from your inventory or quick slot wheel to teleport to a keep or outpost. This is, uh, this is not suitable for podcast listening. <laughs> there we go. Um, I'll give that to you again. Quote, you are able to use keep recall stones from your inventory or quick slot wheel to teleport to a keep or outpost. Note that much like typical keep teleportation shrines, you can't teleport to a location that's under attack and flagged. You also won't be able to use the stones when in combat from inside the Imperial City while standing near a keep, a resource, an outpost, a town, or while carrying an Elder Scroll, end quote. So, this, so these, these keep recall stones, basically, um, they're going to they're gonna get you to a keep that your faction controls to sort of get you there into the fight as fast as possible without having to go through the tedium of running in an open field trying to get there. Now, if you've got an Elder Scroll in your hand, all right, or if you're in a town or an outpost, if you're at one of the uh, if you're at one of the keep's resources, okay, or if you're even standing near a keep, or you're inside the Imperial City, or if you're in combat, okay, you can't use these things, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and additionally, okay, they cost 20,000 alliance points, so they're pretty expensive. Um, they also have the possibility to drop in rewards for the worthy bags, too. So you don't have to spend 20,000 AP in order to get these things. You can just hold out and ra wait for one to drop in rewards for the worthy um, bag that you'll, you'll get while participating in PvP. But... Likely, if you really want it, you want it now. You got to drop the twenty k AP. So, I, I think this sounds this sounds power right. Actually, uh, you know, it's it's a pretty powerful item, and it's it's got some some pretty uh, um, decent costs, I suppose. You know, the 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 twenty k AP I think is is a good it's a good amount. Um, because it is expensive and you don't want people using the, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want Cyrodiil to be flooded with these things. It's sort of, it's sort of my point. And it looks like they're doing everything they need to do in order to restrict its usage 
and to make sure it's not completely flooded either in in Cyrodiil. So, um, I'm I'm actually I'm pretty I'm pretty happy that that this is sort of coming to uh, coming to Cyrodiil. All right. Uh, moving along, we've got uh, the other thing that we spoke about, which was keep degradation and resource changes. Now we again we mentioned this briefly on the last episode. And we weren't exactly sure what what keep degradation really referred to. Well, it seems like we've got a full description on that right now. Uh, It appears that we are getting that clarification uh, on what Zoss meant by degradation. And it appears that keeps will suffer and become somewhat softer targets to penetrate once resources around the keep are taken and then held. Now, this comes directly from the website right here. Quote, with these changes, referring to keep degradation, um, the time it takes to assault and capture a keep will be dramatically faster should you have first captured the resource points around it. If you're defending a keep, pay close attention to your mine, lumber mill, and farm. They should come up, should they come under assault, you might need to venture beyond your stronghold's high walls. End quote. Now, this is great because when I was when I was playing in in Cyrodiil, um, one of the things that I heavily enjoyed doing was establishing a, a small uh, party and going after those resources and flipping those resources for for my faction, and it would help. Um, it, it would help divert attention away from uh, the the overall assault of the keep. Uh, unless, of course, it was a highly uh, organized uh, guild that was assaulting the keep, then they would already have a uh, a party out there uh, sweeping the the resources. Um, it looks like we're going to have a a, a, a a return to that because you know if you've got all the resources around a keep, that keep is going to be much easier to to uh, to penetrate and thus capture. Uh, once those are once those resources are, are are captured and then held, so so it's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, uh, two more items here before we get into the wolf hunter stuff. Uh, new battlegrounds outfit styles: the three battleground teams, pit demons, storm lords, and the fire drakes, have their own style of clothing, and now these outfit styles will be available for battlegrounds players as of update nineteen giving players a chance to collect outfit style pages when completing a Battlegrounds match. Players can expect a higher drop chance if their team does well during the match and an even greater chance of earning one from each of the three styles if they place themselves on the leaderboard. Now, if you're looking for a specific outfit style, you'll be happy to know that these styles will drop during certain types of Battleground game modes, making it a lot easier for you to to grind and collect these things. So... Uh, if you're looking for the Pete Pit Demon style, you should play a lot of deathmatch games. Uh, if you want the Storm Lords style, then play Capture the Relic and Chaos Ball games. And for the Fire Drake style, you're going to want to go for the Domination and the Crazy King uh, type battleground games. That's uh, that's if you want those those outfit styles. And last but not least. Uh, speaking of style, the new gladiator costume that we mentioned um, on last episode, uh, we've got information on how, how you're actually going to be able to get that. Uh, which, 
you gotta collect 50 area gladiator proofs, uh, which you obtain by completing conquest daily quests in Cyrodiil. Um, so, so basically, you, you go for those conquest daily quests, you end up getting uh, arena gladiator proofs, get 50 of those, and then you give them to the, um, you, you go over, uh, you can purchase uh, arena gladiator exaltations from uh, the war researcher and uh, for 10,000 AP. Uh, then you'll essentially get a box, and it comes out of the box. Is kind of kind of how that works, and it's uh, it's a cool little costume. You can go to elderscrollsonline.com and uh, check out how that uh, how that costume looks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, now that the uh, PVP uh, updates from from this Wednesday were were covered. Let's get into QuakeCon. Uh, we've got some really fun uh, topics to to touch on here for Wolf Hunter and Update 19 that uh, Gina Bruno and game director Matt Fire released at uh, QuakeCon uh, quickly, might I add, uh, earlier this uh, this weekend. Now the Wolf Hunter they they did announce this, which is which is I think probably this is super important for everyone here to know. Wolf Hunter DLC is coming for PC and Mac this Monday, August 13th. So basically, it's coming tomorrow, guys. Wolf Hunter DLC is coming tomorrow. So we're going to get those two new uh, Wolf Hunter dungeons and update 19. That'll be live on the server um, for PC and Mac tomorrow, Monday, August 13th. Now, console guys, fret not. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, you will get update 19 and Wolf Hunter Tuesday. August 28th so it is it is around the corner for you guys too now uh, Gina and Matt showed the wolf hunter DLC trailer which was very exciting and, and uh, interesting uh, it was nice to see some of the um, it's nice to see a you know a, 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 a trailer it's something beyond a, a teaser trailer for this give us a little little extra visual little extra hype action for for these two new dungeons uh, but then they also teased uh, Merkmire, which is coming this fall, along with uh, an in-game environment peak at the zone as well. So that was kind of cool, too, to kind of get a little visual representation of, of what we can expect from, from Merkmire. Um, also, they had mentioned that Merkmire is going to include these features. Uh, they did say that it's going to be a new DLC-sized zone. So, so basically think Clockwork City size. And speaking of that, they also said that the quest is going to be about as long as, as the Clockwork City quest too. So you figure, you figure roughly about, I don't know, about five, eight hours worth of, of questing Clockwork City. Maybe, maybe a little bit more if you, you know, stretch it out. Um... Which is not bad. That's 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 great. You know, you go into a new zone. It's a nice, you know, medium-sized uh, zone there. You know, nothing too huge, but you know, certainly not on the the same realm as Somerset and Vardenfell. Um, but I would say, you know, probably, probably, uh, you know, smaller than you know, slightly smaller than Orsinium. You know, I like the I like the uh, I like them saying it was Clockwork City sized. I like that because now you kind of know what to expect when you go into Merkmire. Um, so yeah, so you're going to be uh, getting that, and um, they mentioned uh, other quests, daily side objectives, while searching for a powerful Argonian relic that 
uh, Gina Bruno had said that would end up uh, would would be up to the player to figure out quote what it does and how to use it. So apparently we're going to be looking for an Argonian relic, and when we find it, we're not going to know what it does or how to use it. We're going to have to figure that out for ourselves. So that should be interesting. Um, Merkmire is offer, also going to offer players the opportunity to get immersed in Argonian culture, religion, and really get to know for the first time uh, one of the Elder Scrolls' more mysterious races in an in a area of Tamriel that's, that's least explored. So for Argonian fans out there, uh, this, is, this is sort of your time to shine. Uh, Merkmire is also going to add monthly loyalty rewards and more crowns per month for ESO Plus members. Now, they didn't say exactly how much those crowns per month were going to be. I know there's some numbers floating out there on the internet right now. I didn't see anything on their website, so I'm hesitant to sort of throw that number out there, but it looks like it's going to be, you know, a, um, a nice amount. And I'm very interested in knowing what sorts of ideas that they have for these monthly loyalty rewards. Now, for those of you who have been sticking around with me long enough to remember the... Um, the old Elder Scrolls Online beta from 2014. Uh, they've had a loyalty reward program before, and uh, it included uh, a lot of like digital pets and, and I think there was a there was a mountain there too. There was a cinch mountain there once, and every month you were given these these things just for for being an ESO Plus member. Um, or no, it wasn't ESO Plus at the time. It was I think it was you were subscribing and. You had subscribed to the game when it launched, and you were given something. Um, you were given something free as well for for being a beta member. And then, if you were a subscriber, every month you got a loyalty reward for being a subscriber to the game. And then they got rid of that, and they launched the ESO Plus thing. Um, so it looks like they're kind of getting back to, to something similar to that, which is interesting. I'm, I'm interested in knowing what those rewards are going to be. Some uh, spaghetti on the wall ideas, I betcha, will probably include um, some crown crates. They seem to be um, pretty pretty happy about giving those things away for uh, for for people they they believe <clears throat> um, have have paid into the um, the game enough. Uh, they also mentioned a new community event that will scale its rewards based on how much you participate as well. That's coming in September. So just a month and a half away, I suppose, uh, we're getting this new community event. So we're going to be doing this event, and you the more you participate in this event, you're going to be getting rewards that will scale according to that participation. So um, pretty exciting stuff right there uh, coming from QuakeCon 2018. All right. Um, here's, here's what I'm going to do next. Now, let's, uh, let's put a little, little pause action there on the old, uh, the old Elder Scrolls music. Not that we don't like it, but, um, I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to play this, uh, this video and sort of comment on it, um, as, as it goes on from, from GameSpot on Elder Scrolls Blades. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because... I want you guys to kind of get a feel, um, especially on the stream, those those who are in the chat room right now. I, I want you guys to get a feel for uh, what this essentially is going to look like and and play. And I'm going to sort of tell everyone like what I what I like about it, 
I've got some um, thoughts and ideas written down here. Um, and just let's just let's just get into it. I, I just want you guys to see what this looks like. I'm really impressed by this game so far. I do have some thoughts on it, and uh, I want you to want you to check it out. So, without any further ado, uh, here is the Elder Scrolls Blades gameplay Quake Con 2018 video. It's about it's about uh, 11 minutes long. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Uh, this comes from uh, Gamespot. All right. Okay, first thing we're looking at here is uh, it's it's a mobile device, uh, very obviously being operated by a person, um, and we're they kind of go through a little tutorial, and we're in the game, and the the uh, mobile device is now uh, ver uh, horizontal, and we're we're watching this person play the game, walking through a forest, after selecting forest on a menu, um, and he's he's using uh, two virtual sticks. Um, his thumb is sort of guiding him around the pathway of this forest and his, his, uh, forefinger is, um, panning the screen around. Um, ultimately, uh, initially my first thoughts on this are, um, it looks beautiful. Music's gorgeous. You've got peaceful music, jumps into battle music as soon as you get into a fight, which he's fighting a, um, a giant forest spider right now. Um, he's got uh, a sword in one hand, there is a shield available, and he's also got um, spells available to him. And uh, he's fighting the spider, killed the spider, and now he's collecting a, a bag of uh, septums, it seems. Okay, um, so then it jumps back into, into nice peaceful music as, as you begin exploring again. Uh, the environmental ambience, uh, both in the forest and in the dungeon, which I'll show later, it really blew me away for a mobile device. All right, now he's uh, he's fighting a goblin uh, skirmisher, and again he's he's swiping with his finger uh, to to wield his sword and using his thumb to tap on a shield icon to block. Um, walking around the forest a little bit, he's he's you're you're seeing a certain environmental object you can interact with. They sort of glow golden, and you hit them with your weapon. And, uh, you know, um, a sack of septums comes out and uh, some, some green gems. So now he's fighting a goblin, another goblin skirmisher. He just hit a, um, an, a frost AoE spell, which there's an icon for on the, uh, the UI. And he, was, uh, he hit that while, while slashing at him with, with his sword and picked up some, some gems and, uh, and uh, septums as well. Um, and pressing on through the forest... He's uh, walking around and, and just kind of doing more of the same. You know, he just found another interactable uh, I item in the forest here. It was a, it was a tree stump. He, he hit it and some, some coins spilled out. He's fighting another goblin skirmisher, swiping at him with his sword. Um, the, the controls. Okay, the virtual control sticks. You can move around using either virtual control sticks or tap and move around. Um, so you could tap the ground and sort of like scan the area with your, your finger as well. Um, you can tap and, and drag your finger on the screen to sort of look around. It's all seamless. And the transition of this is, is seamless as well. It's, um, I'm very impressed with the UI on this. The combat looks weighty and and 
it looks weighty and responsive. You've got active blocking with shield, swipe or swing with your sword, and even firing destruction spells. Each fight yields rewards like gold and green gems, which we're not sure what those green gems do just yet. Um, I have a feeling it's it's probably to obtain stuff um, through the game without without the coins. Uh, we're not sure. We'll we'll, we'll find out. Uh, the, the UI, I think, is very clean and intuitive. You've got the magic and stamina health bars, uh, which are viewable along with an icon on the top left uh, of the menu, which uh, on the top left, which opens up a menu. Uh, you've got combat UI elements that fade in during a fight, so you can actively block, choose a spell, and see the enemy's health bar. Uh, also, your damage done to enemies pops up when the damage is done and it fades away as well. So as you, so he's fighting a giant spider right now. He swings with his sword. It says, you know, 11 points or something like that, indicating he's done 11 points worth of melee damage. That pops up and then quickly fades away after that. So, so everything on the UI, it's just really clean and, and I think extremely intuitive. Uh, a count of how many coins you have appears and then disappears after you've picked up more coins. And once you've beaten an enemy in a fight, your character's level and XP bar quickly appears and then fades away as you gain the XP after the kill. Alright, so um, it looks like he's, he's finished here. You got some reward music telling you, hey, you're done with the forest. And now we're uh, back uh, at the beginning and he's at the menu screen. Now he flips the, the, the phone vertically and uh, or portrait mode, we should say. And he clicks on the castle and now he's going through a quick tutorial that tells him how to move around. Um, the, the, entire, uh, the entire game right now, all the UIM elements have switched and fit very comfortably within this portrait mode. Can you hear the, I, I paused for a little bit. I want you to hear the dungeon music, the ambience. You definitely can tell a difference audibly from the forest to the dungeon. He's fighting a uh, Draugr White right now. And he dispatched him. A lot of that fight he was using his sword. He was actively blocking by pressing a, uh, an icon for the shield and holding it, holding it there. Waiting for the... the you know, the, the hit to come in and then he would swipe again with his finger to use his sword. And there was also icons during the fight for him to use destruction spells as well. Now that he's out of the fight, those icons have gone away. He's tapping on doors in order to open them and he's tapping on places on the ground in order to quickly move there. He doesn't need the virtual sticks in this mode, uh, portrait mode, um, in order to move. He's just tapping and automatically moving. And while moving, by the way, he can also use his finger to swipe left and right uh, to check out 
the environment as, as you're turning around. There's also an icon on here to shield bash as well, which you just did. Now there are some things that um, I'd like to I'd like to say about this particular video. Um, it does not give it, the the viewer an indication of um, if the game is more than just this. Currently, the only thing that we see on this video is two areas: the forest and the castle. All right. These two places have a very obvious path that you go through. This isn't the type of Elder Scrolls game where you're going to be just like freely roaming and exploring. And um, it's it's a mobile game, so so it's extremely limited, I think, in that in that regard. And that that I don't like at all. Um, I understand why it's like that, um, but it's an Elder Scrolls game. You should you should have free exploration and movement. I have no indication right now if that's going to be the case. Um, I do see a very, a very direct path, and only that path while while walking around. So I'm not too sure. Um, also, I, I do know that there are certain features in this game that are not being shown in this video. Um, I had to double check, but I, I do have that information for you right now. So I, I went to the Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, page on the Google Play Store on my uh, on my Droid phone, and it does say that yes, you can quest and explore, but it also says that you can create a city. Uh, so that's not indicated at all during this this video. Um, there also appears to be some sort of PvP mode. We've covered all of this uh, it, just like a couple of episodes ago um, in Elder Scrolls Off the Record when they announced this during E3 back in June. So you can go back to that episode and, and, and hear more about some of what Todd Howard said. Um, but just to reiterate, okay, you can, there is a city building mode, there is a PvP mode. And another thing that we don't see in this video that I think is extremely important is your ability to create characters. It says that you can create any characters. And there are menu options here where um, you see that you can, you know, use different types of, you know, different types of armor, you know, it's a uh, light armor or, or heavy armor, uh, sword and shield or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you can, you can, um, it says create any character. Uh, so, so these are elements that are not reflected here. And, and I think as a result of that, um, the gameplay in this video, it looks boring. Once you get, once you give it a couple of views, I think at some point you're going to say to yourself, uh, this this might be this might look boring. I don't I don't think the video is completely representational of what we're going to be getting as far as uh, this this game is concerned. I think there's going to be a, a lot more to it other than just that that we see on this video. That being said, I think what we do see on this video is just a demo that they had at QuakeCon, and I am super excited about about what we are looking at here. I, I think this is I think it's going to be an amazing game, and um, I'm really looking looking forward to it. All right, so the, that's the video. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, and uh, 
Let's check in with the chat room here. Um, I know someone here had posted something. Ah, oh, yes, Benevolent Bowed, right here in our chat room. So thank you very much for weighing in on this. He says, uh, here's the official blurb on the Merkmeyer crown bonus amount. So this is going back to when Merkmeyer comes out, um, they are going to be creating a, um, a new program for Elder Scrolls Online players, uh, those who are subscribed to the game, ESO Plus members, who uh, they're going to be giving a, um, a loyalty reward every month and also additional crowns. Now, Benevolent Bout in the chat room is saying that, um, you know, I didn't want to say the number on the crowns, but he's saying that this is uh, what they're saying on uh, their their um, Twitter account. Quote, with the release of Merc Myers, members will now get 1,650 crowns per month and access to exclusive offers in the ESO crowns store, including a free item every month, end quote. So at least we got a number there, 600, uh, 1,650 crowns, I guess. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if that ends up being the case. Um, seems pretty good. But uh, no, no release date for Blades yet, which is being asked on, on Twitter. Uh, I could see right now. <laughs> and, uh, but but coming, coming soon, trademark, coming soon. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in to the, uh, the microblog this week. Again, I apologize that um, we could not get uh, Classic put together for you this Friday. Again, I was extremely sick. I had a very bad sinus infection. Um, I'm getting over it. I'm over it now, um, but it's, it's still, its remnants are still with me a little bit. So um, there's that. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, a quick update on some of the stuff. Uh, we, we, we are sort of, uh, delayed in, in releasing at least two episodes of, um, uh, Quest Gaming Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I, I do want to let you know that I, I do have those episodes. I am trying to release them, but, um, we had an issue with, uh, the, th the theme song and we've got to rebuild it. And, uh, so, so I'm waiting on one or two things in order to, to sort of take care of that. Uh, so, so, um, just hang tight. Okay. Uh, D and D fans hang tight. Uh, we are, we are going to be getting you episode two and then episode three, which was done at QuakeCon, uh, QGN con. Uh, we're going to get to that within the next, uh, within the next week or two. Also, uh, we are working on a, uh, on a brand new secret project that, um, I think you guys are going to be very excited about, um, for uh for a brand new podcast okay should be uh should be coming out in the next couple of weeks and um more more on that uh coming around okay and we are going to be looking to uh start recording um quest gaming magic the gathering once again so we've got classic elder scrolls coming up this friday hopefully i'll be able to get out uh quest gaming dungeons and dragons as well uh this week for you if not next week for sure and um We've got, uh, we're, I'm going to be looking to do uh, the magic show as well, uh, hopefully sometime soon uh, within the next couple of weeks. And within that time, we've also got a brand new podcast that we're not ready to talk about yet, but I do want to let you know um, it is it is in the wings and uh, it is currently being worked on right now. All the creative stuff is basically done. Um, we've got the hosts all lined up. They're all excited. They're, 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 they hit the ground running. They're, they're working on the show and uh, they're super excited really pumped to get that uh, that podcast out and uh so i want to give you a little teaser for that coming out it's going to be uh it's going to be good stuff so uh if you like elder scrolls off the record 
um, and some of the news that we sort of do here. Uh, I think you'll like this uh, new show coming out as well. Plus a lot of the gameplay discussions that we have, you know, across uh, all of QGN. That's uh, certainly a part of this this new show too. Um, and uh, we've got uh, our streamer, um, Setsua. He's leading the show. Uh, he's got um, one of his uh, hosts is going to be Musclehead from Quest Gaming Dungeons and & Dragons. And uh, we've got uh, two new uh, two new guys who um, who joined us. Um, excuse me, I'm sorry. He, uh, they joined us uh, last night uh, for for officially. They joined QGN last night, so uh, it's good it's good having uh, these guys here. Um, Sean and uh, Elijah have uh, have joined us. Sean from the UK and Elijah from Australia. And uh, this new show is going to be recording Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Twitch channel as well so it's uh we've got we've got great stuff coming out for you uh in the, in the coming weeks folks anyway uh thanks again for checking out the microblog take care everyone be safe and as always may the force be with you